this is Joseph Mendos with another video for virtualsheetmusic.com. Uh, so today I'd like to talk about something uh, kind of concerning uh, logistics. <laughs> um, uh, buying a cello. Uh, you know, buying a cello is something that I know is really scary for a lot of people. Um, uh, you know, usually it's uh, it's a pretty decent sized purchase in terms of how much money uh, you're uh, you're thinking about. Um, uh, depending on what level you're at, uh, too, that can change. Um, uh, and I know also some people out there don't have a lot of help when it comes to buying a cello. It's always good to get your teacher involved um, when you're when you're buying a cello. They can help you a lot in that direction. Um, but uh, but yeah, basically today I just like to go over just a couple tips of what to look for in a cello, um, what to listen for. Um, and at, at the various ranges. So first of all, let's just talk about beginner cellos here. There's quite a few brands out these days of beginner cellos that are um, really high quality, um, very good cellos. Um, uh, I could name some makers and things, but all you have to do is just go on Google and, 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 and look at some reviews. There's quite a bit of information out there. Um, uh, and depending also where you're at, if you're in Europe or if you're in the United States or in Asia, uh, the answer to that question will be a little bit different, but just do a, a pretty casual search online. You'll be able to find some um, uh, uh, some 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 brands that seem to stand out. Um, don't whatever you do, try to avoid buying a cello on eBay, you know, or or through a private seller for your first cello. Um, uh, very often, you'll you'll find instruments there of really uh, sub quality. Uh, and so only if you really know what you're doing, if you really are familiar, for example, just with string instrument construction um, and uh, what a cello really should sound like, if you're familiar with those things, obviously go you know, buy from a private seller uh, through eBay or some site like that. That's fine. But if it's your first time buy, if it's a beginner cello, I, I would not do it. So that's the first thing is go through a reputable dealer. Um, uh, there's online dealers in the United States. I know there's there's several uh, that are great. Um, uh, Johnson String Instruments is great. Char is a pretty good dealer. Char.com in in Michigan. Um, uh, there's and and of course there's many local dealers as well. They're not online uh, in your area. Again, just doing a good search of uh, high quality violin shops. Um, usually they're in most major metropolitan areas. There's going to be at least one decent quality violin shop. Um, so it's worth the drive. Certainly, if you know if you're an hour, hour and a half away from uh, a larger city like that, I would definitely uh, um, uh, spend the money to go out and and uh, go out to a shop like that instead of going to just kind of a local kind of small music store where maybe they only have one or two cellos or something like that. So in terms of the cello itself, so once you get yourself to the shop and you're actually looking at various cellos in your price range, which by the way, it, at least in the states, beginner uh, cellos range from anywhere from a little bit under a thousand dollars that's usually the, the the least expensive that I would ever think about going even that's a little bit a little bit low um, upwards I mean you on beginner chill you can spend you know really as much as you want but but you know five thousand dollars you can go that high and so I recommend looking in that range um, somewhere between one to five thousand dollars um, and and see what cellos they have in that range uh, first thing you want to do is gather just a kind of a general visual aesthetic impression of, of, of the instrument. Um, uh, the instrument should look uh, 
not uh, too terribly beat up un unless it's you know unless it's fairly old uh, but still if you see uh, a tremendous amount of kind of ugly looking scratches um, or, or things that maybe look like they weren't repaired too well or something like that then definitely you're looking at a cello that maybe is not at least in this price range is, is not something that you want to consider. Um, better to look at something uh, that looks pretty clean. Uh, certain, certain little uh, things that I like to look for when I'm shopping for cellos is actually the, the construction of the scroll uh, says a lot about the general craftsmanship of the cello, at least in my opinion. So if you look at the scroll, um, you can kind of see my scroll up closer. I'm not sure if the camera's focusing on it. Um, but the, the scroll should have a very nice kind of fluid shape to it. Um, on very, very nice cellos like mine, uh, the, the scroll will be really expertly carved, um, just obviously of one solid piece, um, and it'll just be a very beautiful thing to look at. It'll look very clean, and it'll look fairly symmetrical in, in most cases. Um, so that's just something to, to kind of look at. If the scroll looks very beautiful to you, uh, if it's something that uh, looks kind of ugly and misshapen, then, then that, that's kind of a hint. It doesn't always tell you everything, but it's a bit of a hint as to uh, the character of the whole instrument, the construction, particularly in this price range. Um, the next thing to do is uh, just to give it kind of a once-over. Um, I always like to um, uh, first take a look at the top of the cello to see if there's any marks that look like that it, it maybe had a crack on the top of the cello or something at some point that was repaired. And there's two ways to do this. The first way is to kind of tilt it. You won't be able to see. I'll just kind of demonstrate it. But tilt it against the light and you'll be able to see if the surface of the, of the top of the cello is smooth. As you tilt it, as the light kind of catches, you'll be able to see if there's any kind of little dips in the wood or anything like that. Another way to find this is to kind of run your fingers just kind of lightly over the top of the cello. If there's any little dips or anything like that, then you know that it, it probably had a, a crack on the top. Um, and it, the crack on the top, uh, that kind of thing can be repaired very well, but um, again, it is just something that you want to be aware of. And not all shops will tell you uh, if, if a cello has been repaired in that way. Um, uh, so it's just something you want to have in the background. Of course, a, a, a cello that hasn't been repaired uh, um, is for your for your first purchase is usually the better way to go. Okay, so let's move on to the sound. Um, so the first thing uh, that I always do is I just listen to the four open string. So I'll just play a C, a G, a D, and an A, and I'll just go back and forth like that and just kind of see what the open strings sound like. And then I'll just try playing a, a little scale. Just kind of back and forth like that, just a C major scale. Of course, I'll do it a little bit more slowly. Um, but uh, just to kind of get an idea of what the cello sounds like on all four strings. And then I might play, you know, maybe a, a, um, a just kind of one long note on each uh, open string, just to kind of see how well the cello sustains and just to get a general idea of the character of the cello. Now this is where most people get a little mystified because they're like, well, gee, if I, if I, if I don't know how to play the cello, how am I supposed to do this? Well, a lot of shops, they'll do this for you. They'll have somebody there that, that can kind of, you know, put the bow on the strings and make a halfway decent sound um, uh, to kind of uh, tell you, uh, um, give you an idea of what the instrument sounds like. Now, uh, another thing that I, ha I know a lot of people worry about is, so the sound in the instrument, how am I supposed to know if the sound is good or not? It's funny because my experience is, is that usually when I go shopping with students, particularly beginners, uh, for their first cello, um, 
they almost always know what sounds good. I try not to tell them as, as I'm kind of playing through, you know, say five or six cellos or something like that, or, you know, I'm playing them. And I try not to tell them what I think is right, right off the bat. I just want to see what they think, and almost always they get it right. Um, uh, you know, if a cello sounds kind of bright and scratchy, it's just, you know, probably not good. But if it sounds bright and nice and full, then it's very good. If it sounds a little muddy compared to the other ones, this is probably not so good. All these kinds of aesthetic judgments, these, these are all aesthetic, aesthetic judgments any of us can really make. Um, even people who aren't that musical can usually make these judgments. Um, so have a little belief in yourself there, uh, and don't be so nervous when you are going to try cellos because you are really going to be able to hear the difference. And this is true at any level, not just the beginner level. Is it uh, um, the the sound is something that you can really trust uh, uh, trust yourself to kind of figure out and to hear, and so basically that's it. You know, if you're happy with the sound, uh, and you're happy with the visual aesthetic, because actually I'm one of the few out there that thinks that's actually pretty important to be happy with 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 how you visually respond to the instrument. Because uh, certainly if, if, if the instrument is something that has a kind of a visual appeal to you, then you're going to be more likely to probably get it out of the, get it out of the case more frequently. Um, if you're happy with those things, um, uh, then the next thing is, is, is obviously the price. Now, figuring out actually how, um, uh, uh, how much a cello should be, that's where things really get subjective and tricky. It has a lot to do with what you think the cello was worth. Again, you've made this visual assessment. You can tell, first of all, if it's been repaired or not, right? Now, if you use that trick that I showed you, um, you know, uh, the overall look and feel and also the sound of the cello will tell you a lot in the price range that you're, that you're uh, dealing with how much really you think it, it should be worth. And let's say the instrument is $5,000, the one that you really like but you didn't really want to spend $5,000, then find something else. <laughs> you know, you, you can always um, uh, make those kinds of decisions. Uh, it's not that the only cello uh, that's for you is going to be at a particular price range. It's not that at all. Um, it's much better to just make sure that the cello that you're going to buy is something that you really like, you really love, actually. In fact, in some ways, <laughs> It's not exactly like a marriage, but it's a little bit like a marriage in that you're finding a partner that you're going to be with for, for a pretty, pretty decent amount of time. And you want to make sure that really everything about it uh, um, uh, just makes you happy just as, as, a, as a budding artist. Um, so, yeah. So, and then at the, at, the, at the higher level, intermediate to the advanced level, it's really just a lot of the same stuff. Um, things get a little bit tricky when you start heading into the price range of around fifteen, fourteen, fifteen thousand uh, dollars, because what you'll see there is that while definitely you can always almost tell, al almost always tell what the difference is between a cello that's say a thousand dollars and a five five thousand dollar cello. Usually there is a pretty big difference there. It's a little bit harder to tell the difference between, say, a cello, some cellos that are like fifteen thousand all the way up to even twenty-five thousand dollars. So that's a big spread, right? I mean, from one to five, you know, it's only four thousand dollar difference, and there's usually a pretty big quality difference. Whereas you get into like fifteen to twenty-five thousand, and you start getting into um, things that are usually a little bit more subtle. That's where you want to be. Obviously, if you're looking at an instrument that expensive, you're usually a little bit more advanced. So. You know, you want to take it into a large place like a church, or if you can even get into a concert hall or something like that. You want to try the instrument in a larger space. Usually, you can hear a little bit more of the differences there. Um, 
and that's where uh, really things get a little bit more complicated. Now, of course, when you get up into you know, the level of, of instrument that Yo-Yo Ma is playing, which, of course, hardly any of us will ever see that kind of money, um, uh, you know, upwards of, you know, two, three million dollars, uh, then it becomes quite easy to tell the difference <laughs> between something like that and say something that is, uh, I don't know, $50,000 or something. There's obviously a really big jump there. But, um, but yeah, in that intermediate to advanced uh, cello range, that's where things do get a little bit more difficult. That's where I, I would... I wouldn't do that alone. I would try to go with a teacher, um, and I would really take your time with that kind of purchase. But for for most of you, I know you're looking for that range. It's somewhere between one to five and one to eight thousand dollars, somewhere in there. Um, and that's basically the best way to go: is make sure the instrument is pretty clean, um, and it doesn't have to look super fancy or anything. But make sure it's aesthetically pleasing to you. Make sure that it it's a it's it's making good sounds. It's not squeaking or it's not doing anything kind of strange. Um, and one more thing, be very open with the dealer about what you're looking for. Um, uh, you know, if, if you're unhappy with the sound of a cello, tell the person who's selling it, tell the dealer. Uh, there, are, there are some adjustments that they might be able to do, like changing out a particular string or adjusting the sound post a little bit inside the cello or something that can kind of alter the character of the cello. So let's say you find a cello that you love, almost everything about it, but there's this one thing that's like, ah, it's, it's, I don't know bring that up to the dealer, because very often they'll be able to make some sort of adjustment um, and, and change things around for you. But basically, yeah, trust your ears, trust your eyes. Most of us, uh, at least in my experience teaching, uh, most students at every level have actually a pretty keen ear and keen eye for these kinds of things and can really tell what they like and what they don't like. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. I think I covered everything. Um, uh, probably I'll talk about bows on a different day because that's, uh, that's, that's a whole nother animal unto itself. Um, so yeah, so please leave your comments uh, down below. Uh, virtual sheet music, uh, all ones on YouTube, I cannot reply to. So um, I can reply to the ones on PSN. Uh, also, I uh, do have a few openings uh, for online lessons. So if you are interested, contact me there. Uh, contact me on the website, the cellojunkie.com website. Um, and I guess that's it. Uh, once again, this has been Joseph Mendels for virtualsheetmusic.com.